the Ethical Business Podcast. My name is Janet McLaughlin and I am the founder and managing director of a company called Marmion based in Yorkshire. I suppose starting off the podcast, the important thing to do is to start looking at our own journey and what makes us an ethical business. And this would go back to my days in my garden shed when I decided if I'm going to set up a business, I'm going to set it up the way I feel is right for me and for people I'm going to work with. So I took all the learning of the last, of the previous 25 years and thought there was a lot of things I really loved because otherwise I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't be in the business still. But there were things that I realized that I was not so comfortable with. And for me, if I'm comfortable doing what I'm doing, it will enable me to train and develop others who have the same sort of values that I had. And I suppose this is where I really should be introducing Matt, Matt, my right-hand person. Hello. Matt came to me at the age of 21. Oh my God, Matt, you're so old now. (laughs) He's only 26, by the way. But one of the things I loved about you, Matt, was you were really driven, but you always did decent things. You were, there was nothing in you that I ever felt I'd question in terms of your behaviors. You were always really honest and open. And for me, bringing you into the business was a big risk, obviously, because we were a new business, but there was a risk in, would I stand up to what you expected from me? Yeah. You know, as a leader, because, you know, that, that my job was to mentor you and train you to be the best that I could make you, really. And in, in turn, I'd hope you'd really love the business as well. Yeah, no, I think it's interesting you say that, because I think when I joined you as well, one of the biggest fears I guess I had was that, am I actually going to be able to do the job? Am I going to be able to deliver in what Janet's going to expect of me? And so it's funny that you say that because, you know, it's never easy going from one industry, which I'd spent four, four and a half years in, in real estate, to then move into recruitment, which I I knew nothing about. And let's face (laughs) it, who likes people in the recruitment industry? And this is one of the big ethical dilemmas is, you know, the, the industry itself has got a really bad rap and in many cases justly so but if I I believe I mean my husband said to me so Janet if you're going to invest our money in the business yeah how much money are you going to make and I said please don't ask me that question because what I want to focus on was doing the right thing and if I continue to do the right thing then you know that would just naturally become a really good commercial venture but there was no way that I was going to turn this into a lifestyle business this was a business that would ultimately be Dare I say it, I'm not ready for going anywhere just yet, folks, but dare I say it, be my legacy and something I could look back in my dotage and go, oh gosh, I did that, you know, and it's, I'm really proud of it. I think looking at where we started, you know, in your back garden in a shed, which yeah. once was a smaller shed and then got extended, and then obviously moving into Leeds City Centre mm. in, in my third month, I think it was, September was it? Yeah. of 2017. yeah. To now be where we are in our current office, which, you know, each office that we've moved into, we've grown bit by bit. It's just incredible looking back. And I think what's great about what we're we're starting here, obviously, with the podcast is that it's we're not just talking about us and our journey. We're going to be talking to people that, you know, have done have done the similar things in it other sectors that we recruit for and looking at some of the businesses that we work with and some of the ethics that that they've got the values that they've got and that align so nicely it's it's exciting and we're only just touching the sides really I think you know there's one thing that we I can absolutely say hand on heart is the the people that we work with whether the hiring managers the businesses and whatever level and the candidates I mean I can say definitely without a doubt the hiring managers, the businesses that we work with, you know, I 
and I, I, you've got to be really careful when you say this because you can't exclude anybody, but they're just really good people. Yeah. I love their values and they, they get us. And I think that that really influences certainly me in terms of the service, how much I want to be, I want their success. Yeah. You know, because if we, if we are given that level of responsibility, then, and we do it right for them, Gosh, and, you know, we, we've seen how the businesses yeah. have grown. I mean, I, I think back to, it was the start of 2018 when mm. we'd just moved into Leeds City Centre and we took on um, a, a new client at the time. You and I went to see them. Oh. And you think about where they were at the time and where they now are as a And business. if she's listening, she'll know who she, mean, <laughs> who she is, absolutely. Yeah, but it's just amazing to see, you know, we, we saw their growth and we saw, you know, the, the developments that business has made, which, you know, led to them ultimately selling to a large corporation and you know it's so exciting to think that back then we were a small small little team which you know we still are a small team and we're a growing team but Mm -hmm. to think that we were exposed to to that and we're now working with some amazing clients across the tech industry Mm -hmm. across all sorts of different industries and you know helping those hiring managers build teams around them that align to their ethics their values Mm. and you know I guess that's the going to be the running I guess the running tone throughout all of these podcasts whoever Mm. we're going to be speaking to um and I guess it all is underpinned by the the ethics and values that we've well you Janet have have put into Marmion but now that you know because we're our plans were always that you know we would grow organically as a business Mm. and that the people who are with us in the business as we grow we would want them to you know feel that they really own the business as well um for you in particular looking at where you started as a I'll say it again, 21 years old, but he's much older on his head and he grew a beard deliberately so he would look older. And actually you do look remarkably at least two years older than two, you really Two are. whole years, I know. Thank God I can't grow a beard. Um, but you know, if you think about your where you are, I, I hope that the sort of way that we've started, we've always consistently been there where, you know, values, ethics start at the very top. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely, and so... When, I, when we go into a business and we see businesses that are very successful and they're very engaged with their people, it's because it comes from the top. It's so evident. So, so evident. You know, and they love their business and they, you know, they really genuinely care about their people. And I think that makes it so much easier for us when we do go out to recruit because telling that story of how that has come down from the top yeah. for, for, for people that are potentially going to work for this business. Yeah. It just makes the story so much easier. And I think one thing that's that that sort of stands by a lot of people, and you know, one thing that you said to me when, when I first joined Marmy is that if you feel that that business doesn't um, align, not just to Marmion's ethics, but to the ethics that any candidate would expect from, from an yeah. organisation, then you wouldn't recruit for them. Because yeah. ultimately, you know, I hate to say it, but there are businesses out there that 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 don't unfortunately follow those ethics and values. And again, it's what drive. But then is then again, it's what's driving their business. And and not everybody, you know, just because you're ethical, you're not sainted. You're not automatically yeah. going to be sainted. But you know, I think it's certainly in a market at the moment where you've got three point nine percent 
unemployment. I know, crazy. Crazy at the moment. Um, I was showing one of our trainees yesterday and we went back over the last five-year increments and then we looked at 1992, September 1992, when employment was at 11%. And we were, <laughs> we were on our honeymoon and 15% inflation and we said, oh my God, we're not going back from Thailand. we just stay there on the island and just sell chips or something. But, you know, we look at, what, especially now when there's high, higher levels of employment, businesses you know we can see with the people that we work with they're looking at businesses that have those values that will align with their own and values change i've seen values change what they mean in the 30 years i've been in the industry and one of the things i remember when i started in my career going back into recruitment early days i thought i'd try pharmaceutical sales because I thought that's really ethical they're selling (laughs) drugs that change the world yeah make people well and I remember going almost six months after leaving nursing saying I'll do really well on this and they said to me so Janet if you were asked to sell a drug that you didn't approve of would you oh god no would absolutely not you know I just would I was horrified at the thought wrong wrong answer (laughs) you know it's not my place to make that decision so it's understanding whether so, you know, if I was asked the question again, would I sell it? Well, it's not my position. All I'm doing is promoting a product yeah. that it's up to them to decide whether it's in the best interest of their patient or otherwise. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't make me unethical, but, you know, it's just about what goes, what, what are my values and how comfortable I'd feel with that. Obviously, because I'm a natural researcher, I'd be looking into all the contraindications of that drug. <laughs> and if I felt that there was something really significant that there's no way I'd touch it. But again, it's not about me. It's about what's in the best interest of the people I'm serving or supplying to. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it has evolved. Ethics have changed over the years. I mean, ethics now not only involve how you treat people, it's uh, whether they're a customer or your colleagues or whatever stakeholders, but also how you look after the world, our planet. Yeah. You know, and one of, the, one of our guests, um, Helen, if she's listening, yes, Helen, you are going to be a guest. Her <laughs> ethics, uh, her business and ethical business, all based on the environment, the, mm-hmm. wor- the earth and and she's got a really interesting story to tell. Yeah, so I'm really excited about these, you know, the future in terms of these podcasts because they're going to be different stories from different people. Yeah, and some incredible people. I think that I've had the joy of meeting. You know, some of these leaders that are out there. Like you say, that's just one example of new mm-hmm. ethics that have come through. You know, looking at climate change, looking at how businesses respond to that I think it'll be interesting to a couple of the other people that we're going to be reaching out to to come onto the the podcast as well you know looking at all sorts it's exciting and looking forward to speaking to some of them as well yeah I think you know with our team I I, what I'm really confident about our team is that it's quite a young team now one of the things that we always said when they started, we always stuck to the promises that we made to them, and that was that we train and develop them. Yeah. And that's about to ensure that in terms of codes of practice and stuff like that, with all which all goes back to the ethics that they would learn about, and hopefully because it's a naturally it's in, built into us in terms of our natural behaviour is they they look at us and they see that we set an example every day, and we're not it's not forced. When you're, when you're working in that, if this is who you are, this is who you are. You, I don't think a leopard can change its spots. You're either ethical or you're not. Yeah. And you can pretend to be, but after a while, it's sort of like, mm. it can slip. But if you just stick to it all the time. So they're, the way that they work, what I'm really proud about is, because this is all they know. Yeah. If they were put up in a court of law 
and they were asked to stand up and give evidence and say, right, okay, they couldn't really, well, they wouldn't be able to say anything else apart from what they know. Yeah. And that's really important. So if you're working in ethical business and that is, they see this is what you do and then their team, leadership team do, then that's all they know. And it's also about creating that safe environment. So if they want to, if they want to question it or they, or they have concerns about it, they feel they can talk to somebody. Yeah. And that, that I think is something that is really important when it comes to, especially with mental health of your teams, your, mm-hmm. wo- your workforce, mental health has got to be on the agenda for employee relations and making sure they're cared for. Yeah. So that they're, and, and if they see consistency, they're not going to be so concerned. Yeah. Because inconsistency cause unnecessary anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that we've done very well. I agree. Over I think- the years, we've protected that yeah no definitely I think it's interesting I think you've I mean there's no doors for them to open because we all sit in the office together but you know you've always said haven't you that you know there's always an open door to be able to talk I mean even as earlier today you Mm -hmm. know just me being able to come to you and talk about you know things that that I felt I needed to talk about it's it's I feel like everyone has got that and one thing that when we've recruited the team as well you know when they've come in for interview it's been so obvious that they've been searching for a business that can provide them with not only the training and development but also will give them that flexibility give them that openness to be able to talk about their mental health talk Mm. about other issues that they feel strongly about and you know I saw that in every single one that we recruited you know when they came in and we sat down and interviewed mm. them I mean it, most recently you know bringing Julian in mm. you know when we, when he sat down and he started talking about his experiences of going for interviews with other recruitment agencies mm-hmm. he said to us in our interview you know I really feel that you guys align to what I'm looking for in my career so yeah no I agree with that but when we I suppose we have the advantage of we work with such a diverse range of organizations where we see that pattern of behavior, those acceptable levels of behavior yeah. that people feel really comfortable in and they can grow. But, you know, there's still a way to go. What's great is <laughs> there's still a long way to go for us all, whatever business we're in, because otherwise we'd just be standing still. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to the opportunity of of really learning more about how some of these businesses you know, work with their teams, work with their people, whether they're internal stakeholders, external stakeholders, and seeing where they see the future. Yeah. You know, I think one of the dangers is, is that when you say you're an ethical business, people go, oh, they're a bit fluffy. (laughs) I don't think there's anything too fluffy about me at all. But, you know, I can be fluffy, but it's about keeping it real, keeping it consistent, and people trusting that. And if there's one thing I would only ever want anybody I work with is to feel that they can trust me and that I will, you know, will will do the very best that I can for them and, yeah. and whoever else they send our way. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, the landscape's changing significantly, isn't it? I mean, we've seen pre-COVID what the workforce looked like and what it now looks like. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what things are like in another two, three, four, five years' time because... The workforce is not what it once used to be. I mean, I've seen the biggest shift because bear in mind, I've been in business in business for yeah. a lot longer, which was so rigid in terms of you have to be in the office, yeah, you, you know, you have to wear a suit, you have to be this type. What I what I really think, and, and I could be shot down for this, but I actually think COVID's not been ba- entirely no. bad for business. I think COVID is has actually made us take a bit of a chill pill mm-hmm. and sort of and be a bit kinder 
but also it's given time to reflect and and when you're running a busy business and you are fighting for growth you're fighting for survival which we were because bear in mind when I set the business up in 2016 from my shed by the way it was a lovely shed and then in June on June the 16th I think it was June the 16th yeah Brexit, Brexit. and I thought oh my giddy aunt I'm being polite in that term by the way I just thought okay and I remember actually one of our clients heard me a pocket yeah. called him and all he heard me saying was, do you know something? We just keep our head down and keep going. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he, he actually said to me, I heard you. I thought, thank goodness I didn't say anything else. Um, he's turned into a very good friend and you know who you are, Tim. We just kept our head down and thought, right, we're just going to keep going. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. Stick to what we set out to do. Stick yeah. to our values. Don't be influenced by anything else. Just keep going. And then we got to December 2019, <laughs> you know, 13th of December, remember correctly, and said, right, we're going. I thought, okay, we just suck it up. But you know something, maybe now we'll not be so afraid. Because it's the fear, isn't it? I remember it, you know, I remember that December and then starting that year. Yeah. It was the highest pipeline we ever had and we were I so know. excited. And then... And then March <laughs> the 17th, I rang you and said, right, everybody out of the office. I started to get symptoms of COVID on the 16th of March. And, you know, and it just, the world changed. Yeah. And everything just stopped. But actually, the world needed to stop, I think. Mm-hmm. We were going at such a pace. We need to stop. And so many other industries, people took the, had the courage then to say, do you know, I'm going to go out my own. I'm going to do it my way. My favorite song, by the way. Um, I'm going to do it my way. And I'm going to do it the right way. And I'm not going to be influenced by these people who look so shiny mm-hmm. in their suits and whatever. I'm going to do it my way. And I'm going to do something I'm really passionate about. Yeah. And passion influences your, your commitment to being ethical. Yeah. And I think that's what we definitely do. Yeah. Well, that wasn't too bad, I don't think. I know. For I have to say, podcast. for a first podcast, that was <laughs> surprisingly easy. And you have to say, James, if you could just smile a little bit more, just to let us know that we're actually not doing a bad job, that would be really helpful. James is our producer, by the James way, for anyone producer. listening. So thank you, James, who has been, who's given me so many classes on this, and bless him, um, he's been very good. So you know, I, I, I hope that that was of interest, and you know, I really enjoyed talking to you all. If you'd like to learn more about what we do, how we work, and Matt, myself, or any of my colleagues, indeed, you know, you can find us on wearemarmion.com. We will also, as guests come onto the um, podcast with us, we'll be leaving their details. And if you would like to participate, you know, we'd just yeah. love to talk to you. Anybody who's done something wild, wacky, or, you know, just done something fantastic and loves their people and their business, you know, we'd love to hear from you and, and let other people hear your story. So for more information, visit wearemarmion.com and we look forward to speaking to you soon. 